welcome to episode 91 of George's Random Astronomical Object. Every episode, I run a random number generator to select random astronomical coordinates in the sky, and I then search for an astronomical object near those coordinates and talk about what makes that object so interesting to astronomers. So, I will now run the random number generator. The coordinates for this episode are 9 hours, 35 minutes, 32.8 seconds right ascension, and negative 36 degrees, 42 minutes, 2 seconds declination. These coordinates point to a location within the constellation Antlia, one of the stupid constellations invented by the 18th century astronomer Nicolas Louis de Lacaille. I've mentioned Lacaille several times before as a prolific creator of stupid constellations. All of his constellations are named after 18th century objects like Horologium the Clock or Telescopium the Telescope, and they basically contain stars so faint and so disorganized that they don't look like the objects that they're supposed to represent. Antlia is supposed to represent an 18th century air pump, but it might as well represent an 18th century butter churn, or a 21st century smartphone, or actress Michelle Yeoh. The specific object that these coordinates point to is the center of a very nearby, very low brightness dwarf spheroidal galaxy orbiting the Milky Way. It basically looks like a small elliptical galaxy, except that it is extremely faint. Since the object was the second such dwarf galaxy discovered in the constellation Antlia, it was given the designation Antlia II. Sometimes this is written with a Roman numeral 2, but most of the time it's written with an Arabic numeral 2, which is slightly weird because a lot of other dwarf galaxies get designations that use Roman numerals. Anyway, if people would listen to the first episode in this podcast series where I discuss the Leo IV dwarf galaxy, which gets a Roman numeral, the story of the discovery of Antlia II is somewhat similar. To recap, the Milky Way, like a lot of other spiral galaxies, has a lot of dwarf galaxies orbiting it. The large and small Magellanic clouds are actually two objects that are visible to the naked eye, so those galaxies were known to prehistoric people, although they are named after Ferdinand Magellan because he was one of the first Europeans to document their existence. After this, a few other dwarf galaxies orbiting the Milky Way were bright enough to be identified by 18th or 19th century astronomers looking through telescopes from that time period, although those astronomers would not have understood that those objects were outside our own galaxy. With the advent of photographic surveys in the 20th century, astronomers were able to identify quite a few nearby but faint dwarf galaxies in photographic plates. And at this point, they understood that these were objects in orbit around the Milky Way. However, the identification of the faintest dwarf galaxies could only be done in the 21st century using not only digital imagery and other modern measurement techniques, but also statistical methods that were needed to show that some stars seen in some areas of the sky 
are actually part of another galaxy and not just a slightly overdense part of our own. Anslia 2 is one of the types of nearby dwarf galaxies that is so faint that it could only be identified using 21st century methods. Its discovery was published in 2019 by a group of people led by Gabriel Torrealba working with data from the Gaia spacecraft. Gaia was constructed by the European Space Agency and launched in 2013, and it was designed to make extremely accurate, extremely precise measurements of the distances and velocities of stars in and near our galaxy, as well as make accurate measurements of the brightnesses of those stars. And it was so sensitive that it detected many of the stars within Antlia 2. The way the stars in Antlia 2 stood out from the other stars in the Milky Way was that they were all located at the same distance of about 410,000 light years or 125 kiloparsecs. They all seemed to be moving in a different direction from everything else in the constellation Antlia, and many of them had very similar colors. One of the things that was immediately apparent about Antlia 2 was that it was the most diffuse galaxy ever discovered. Or in other words, this galaxy appears to have the lowest density of any galaxy ever found up to this point in time. As seen from Earth, the galaxy has a diameter of 1.26 degrees, or about 2.5 times the width of the Moon, and its physical diameter is about 9,000 light years. This is actually similar in size to the Large Magellanic Cloud, but the Large Magellanic Cloud is much denser and much brighter. Just to reiterate, the Large Magellanic Cloud can be seen without a telescope, while Antlia 2 was only identified using a statistical analysis. Antlia 2's total mass is estimated to be about 150 million times the mass of the Sun. For context, this would make Antlia 2 only a hundred times more massive than a relatively large globular cluster in the Milky Way. But given that such a globular cluster would have a volume 27,000 times smaller, it would be 270 times denser. You can kind of understand how Antlia 2 is really diffuse in comparison. If I were to compare Antlia 2 to the Large Magellanic Cloud again, I would say that the Large Magellanic Cloud is a thousand times more massive, and therefore a thousand times more dense. However, this clearly makes Antlia 2 look embarrassingly wimpy, so I'm not going to make this comparison. Related to all of this, Antlia 2 also appears to have very little dark matter, which is rather unusual compared to most other dwarf galaxies in the local group, or most other galaxies in general. Anthea 2 is so diffuse looking that astronomers actually have a hard time explaining how the galaxy got this way. Most other dwarf galaxies that get too close to the Milky Way tend to get disrupted by our galaxy's gravitational forces until they no longer look like anything. Their outer layers get stripped away, making them smaller, and they get stretched out like strands of spaghetti until they cease to look ellipsoidal. Antlia 2 looks like it's being tidally disrupted by the Milky Way, but the way it is undergoing this tidal disruption simply looks different. It still looks elliptical, and it also doesn't seem to have shrunk in size. It only seems to have lost mass. 
This is going to keep the people who do computer simulations of galactic interactions awake at night just trying to figure out how something like Antlia 2 could actually exist. What is really interesting is that Antlia 2 may be the first of a new class of really diffuse dwarf galaxies that astronomers had previously never seen before. Other as of yet undiscovered diffuse dwarf galaxies may be in orbit around the Milky Way, the Andromeda Galaxy, and other spiral and elliptical galaxies. This is going to be an exciting topic in extragalactic astrophysics for years to come. So that summarizes what astronomers find so exciting about the galaxy Antlia 2. Since Antlia 2 covers such a large area of the sky, the corresponding location on the Earth's surface is also relatively large, covering a broad swath of southeastern Australia centered on the southern outskirts of the town of Newbridge, Victoria. Newbridge is a relatively small town about 36 kilometers west of Bendigo and 108 kilometers northwest of Melbourne. The town sits along the banks of the Laudon River. A bridge was built across the river at this location in 1853, which is probably how the town got its name. The economy of the local area has mainly been oriented towards agriculture, although the local population may have also been involved in nearby gold mining activities in the second half of the 19th century. Today, the town is rather small. According to the 2016 census, the town has a population of 192 people. However, the town does feature a pub with live music, a general store that contains a restaurant and a brewery, and a campground near the river, all of which makes this a nice place to stop while driving around rural Victoria. So, if you live in Australia, or are visiting Australia, and want to envision what it would be like to travel through the diffuse, low-density environment of Antlia 2, Try driving through the sparsely populated countryside around Newbridge. And when you're done visiting the farmlands of Victoria, you can visit the website for this podcast at www.randomastronomicalobject.com. You can go to the website to download episodes of the show, read information about the astronomical objects, view images of those astronomical objects, look up additional reference information, and send me random feedback. The audio was recorded and edited by George Bendo. The music is immersion by Sasha Endy at www.sasha-endy.de and the sound effects are from the Freesound Project at www.freesound.org. Thanks for listening. 